This shit is highly sophisticated, I just make it look easy, nigga. Follow me. I'm so sophisticated. To get a verse from me, you gotta be initiated. To get a person me, she gotta be sophisticated. Purchase a whip for me and never miss a single payment. I'm from the city where the Muslims even Christians hate it. Even the black folk hate to see another nigga made it. Tell all them pussies to chill, champagne refrigerated. Just bought a chopper cause the last one got it confiscated. Count a honey meal so many times. I Welcome to Hearth Zone Live. I am very sorry for the technical difficulties that happened. Um, you know, my guest T Mac was trying to get in, and you know, iPhone issues and all that. No worries though, because um, we're gonna continue rolling. The show must go on. So I, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and all that good stuff. First of all, so uh, without further ado, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring T, our guest T Mac in, and we're just gonna have a good conversation, a good interview with a Brevard County legend. All right, so I'm gonna add him right now. T Mac, what's going on, brother? What's going on, my brother? How, how's it going with you? Man, everything's going good. Just, uh, you know, this first show, you know, glitches, but you already know how that is, bro. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But the show must go on, so, so yeah, so how, I mean, before we get into the whole history and everything, um, you know, how's things been with you during this whole, you know, quarantine thing and the whole COVID crap and and all that? Like, you know, I know you just had your first event, um, you know, for like a while uh, over the weekend. I wasn't able to go, but I heard about it. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was raining, you know, what I'm saying it rained the entire time. But I mean, we made the best of it. Did a video shoot and then an after party. So. A lot of people came out and supported in the rain, so it was, you know, it was pretty good. You know, can't complain. Definitely, definitely. So, so uh, let's get into the history and everything here. I got a whole a whole list of questions here, you know, just right. to take just to take through. So, um, you know, how did you get the name T Mac? Um, well, actually, when I first started getting the nickname, it was because of my uh, my name was Taurus. Mathis, so it was like T Mac, like T M A T. But people yeah. used to always mispronounce it and be like T Mac, because they feel like I was, you know, a, a ladies' man. So they used to be like T Mac. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So at the time, it was another dude. His name was T M A C, T Mac. Mm. So I was like, well, if everybody gonna call me T Mac, let me switch the last letter and make it T M A K. You know what I'm saying? So they mm. won't get us confused. So this is like, wait, this is not Trace McGrady. It was a rapper dude named T Mac. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I discovered. And I was like, dang. So it came from my name, my first name and my last name. That's what oh, T Mac came. But they kind of switched the last letter from T to a C and then I switched to K because of, you know, they sound lazy man back then. Back then I was when I was young, I'm old now, so I ain't I don't retire. You, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you so, know, so so you're a Brevard County native, right? Have you always lived in Melbourne? Uh, Melbourne and Coco, yeah, absolutely. Coco represent. Hey, I'm, I'm from both Rockledge and Coco, so I know. Yeah, I'm Melbourne know. and Coco. But I thought you was just Melbourne all this time, so yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I pretty much lived my entire life in Melbourne, so I mean, you basically gonna say yeah. Melbourne. You know what yeah, I'm definitely. So tell me about how you grew up. What, what was the like back then? You know, was was you a bad kid? You know, you out there, you know, just a little peasy head kid. You know, like what was it like? You know, during that era, you know the. Well, I, definitely, I definitely was a badass. 
no doubt about it. I'm definitely bad at. You know, I used to always be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So, but of course I'm grown now, so I don't really try to get in trouble. But back then, I was definitely a badass. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, when did you start throwing parties? Talk about the clubs that were open back then, and you know who were the major players. I'm still a young dude, so you know. I, I kind of joined the club scene kind of late, but you know I like always like to get that history. So, I mean, if you're talking about the '90s, I mean, I was doing stuff back when I was a teenager. You know, what I'm saying? I brought JT Money to Bavard County when I was a teenager, a real young teenager. But um, as far as me really getting into um, promotion, it was probably I'm gonna say like the early, early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Back then, I want to say that uh, Nino, Nino Lions was pretty much like the hottest promoter when I came in. You know yeah, so I definitely heard from Nino Lions stories and all that, and he's definitely oh, definitely a Coco Chocolate City legend right there. Like, I mean, he'll, I mean, he'll, he'll Bavaria and Orange County legend. He's not just, you know, yeah. saying Coco. I wouldn't even um say just Coco. I would just say Nino was like, you know, worldwide with it. You know what I'm saying? Bavaria, Orange, Tallahassee, like everybody knew um Nino when it came to Bavaria County. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So um, you know, I know you collab with other promoters often. Um. What other promoters did you collab with back then, or were you even doing that? You know, give a little little history see, on back, that. See, back then you had to you had to be a real promoter. You know, so you didn't have all this internet stuff and all this. You know, you had you had to get flyers, you had to get posters, you actually had to get out of promote. You actually had to have a name. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be you know a, a person that just got on social media and nobody knew who you were, and then you know you get a lot of likes, and then now all of a sudden you know you're a promoter. Like now it's easy. You, know uh -huh. you had to actually grind. Now it's just you know you get to fly in and post it a hundred times. You're a promoter now. That would yeah. happen. Yeah. You know what so I'm basically, what I'm getting from that, you weren't you know collabing with other you know promoters back then or whatever. You were just kind oh, of oh, absolutely, no, absolutely. I, I um, collaborated with with um, other promoters with Dog Man, uh, Tony Brown, uh, Nino. You know what I'm saying? So back then it wasn't a lot, a lot of uh, Neffa. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mr. CC from Orlando, like it was like it wasn't, it was very few promoters in each area, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, you actually had to be a real promoter because you had to really promote, you know what I'm saying? Your name didn't hold no weight, nobody was coming. I'm for them, what artist you wrote, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, when did you actually start bringing major artists to Brevard County? I know you said, you know, when you were a teenager with JT Money and all that. Um, what were some of the more memorable events that you've thrown, like from back in the day? You know, I know you you was bringing like cash money back in the. I've heard some of the stories of that. I mean, pretty much everything was a movie back then. You know what I'm saying? It was not really too much that flop. You know what I'm saying? Because back then you could charge, you know, as after twelve o'clock you could charge a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? To get in the regular, get in the club, people gonna pay it. Nowadays, twenty dollars, twenty dollars. Oh, we ain't paying to get. Complain about that? They're like twenty. They complain about fucking twenty dollars, forty dollars, fifty bucks. Yeah, that's why I say. See, but back then you you could charge that because people wasn't on that. Oh, I'm in Bavard. They ain't paying. You know all that crazy shit. It wasn't that type of movement. Everybody, you know, people came out. They enjoyed themselves. They spent money. It was no no crime. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it has really changed. Yeah. You know I mean, what do you think kind of changed, you know, between back then and now? Because, you know, my, you know, I've, I've noticed, you know, you know, that this, you know, around, you know, the past, what, 10 years or less, that's kind of when it started, you know, I started seeing a lot of people, just, they, they just complain, like, 
you know, when you especially when you're trying to do something to give I them mean, something. I, I think right now it's just the, the mind frame of the of this generation. They just feel like, you know, Bavard, they 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 kind of down where they're from more than anything. They you know back then we was we was all about Bavard. We represented Bavard. Now it's more of People trying to down before. Oh, I ain't doing this before. Oh, Bavard County dudes, this Bavard County females, this. So you you get a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really a support system there. They down everything into Bavard until somebody else actually uh, embraces it. Like if, if somebody else embraces it from somewhere else, then they yep. jump on it. But if that's you're not embracing it, from right? So that that that's really the problem. But me, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been around it. I got tough skin, so I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna do what I do. I'm a, I'm, I love Bavar. I love people from Bavar. I, I, I'm the spokesperson. I try to yeah. make sure we're gonna do something in Bavar. You know what I'm saying? So I really yeah. don't give a damn. People that don't support, stay your ass on. The people that do support, come on out. You know what I'm saying? I don't even give yeah. a damn. I know for me, it's been a few years. And I don't really go out like I used to. But I mean, the first time I ever met you, I think was your welcome home party. You know, I think you had it at County Line or something like that. Yeah, I brought Moot Boy. Yeah, yeah, man. Ever since then, man, it's just been all love. Like when I when I was on the scene, I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get back out there. I just had, you know, I've been building with this, you know, whole cigar thing instead of trying to just be local. Like I'm literally like known like around. You know, oh yeah. So my home, my <laughs> home. So hey, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can tell people like before I was known as shirtless Mike. I was taking my shirt off in the club. All up on stage, just chilling. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about that, man. You're a legend, man. Nobody can take that from you, man. You hear me? Yep. So I literally, like I said, I really started from the bottom, you know, on that, and I was trying to be known local, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna take it in the cigar world and my strength to just do what I do. But you've been doing your thing, though, man. Everybody, you know, everybody know who Mike Holmes is, man. You hear me? Yep. So. uh how did you develop? I mean, you're around from the days before social media and all that. How did you develop the connections to bring major artists? Um, you know, there was a smartphones. You had to, you know, have, make a name for yourself. Like, as far as getting the artists, like, you know, you couldn't just really Google. It wasn't that popular then. But how did you get these connections to bring these major artists in? I mean, back then it was more of a networking. You know what I'm saying building relationships as far as just like you know i mean it was, it was a lot of street rappers there so they kind of embraced like the street street guy street promoters you know what i'm saying it yeah. wasn't like now where you got you know lame dude come in you know he got a few followers or whatever and now you know all he got to do is just get on there and he got you know ten thousand people following him and all of a sudden he's the hottest now, yeah you had, to ask, you had to be you had to have some 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 type of pull in the streets you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, it's not that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Right up here taking a piss doing the interview. <laughs> nah, I'm really not. I'm actually pouring something out, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. I was about to say that's some shirtless mic style shit right there. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm actually pouring. I'm actually pouring something out. So I'm gonna put. I'm gonna uh, throw this thing away. I'm actually really not, sir. <laughs> 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 they taking a piss now, nah, Mike. But shirtless Mike style stuff, man. So, nah, so, so basically, you know, back then, you know, you basically just had to network, you know, and then you get like connections to like major, you know, major artists and stuff like that. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
Now, um, while you were throwing parties, you know, from the beginning to whenever, you know, you were involved in the street life at the same time, right? Or, you know, I, I'm not saying get, you know, don't, you don't have to get involved with detail. I can, I can, I can myself, like man, but, you know, I mean, I was, you know, people in the streets knew who I was, put it that way, man, you know? Yeah. Let's just say that, Mike, you know? Not definitely. So, uh, around, so, but how much do you think like the streets have changed, you know, since back then? Cause you know, the, I mean, I'm not a street dude, but I've been around a lot of street dudes and it's like, I've just seen the way things have changed, you know, from, you know, people used to be solid to now they're not, you know, how do you think? I mean, I mean, to be honest, like I said, it's not even really, the streets ain't even the streets no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not really, it's not really a street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't even call it streets no more. No, I, def I definitely yeah. agree with that because, you know, yeah, you know, all these people be on social media and, you know, they just telling on themselves half the time. They tell themselves not half the time, all of the time. Yeah, you know all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's not, I mean, one of the, you already know. That's what so it's, not, it's not, it's not even really, uh, you know, half a time. Yeah. Yeah. Not even half of the time. They tell themselves all the time. Exactly. All they're doing is just freaking singing like a canary. And then they say somebody told on them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when in reality, I'm told on themselves, you know? Exactly. So around the time I met you several years back, you just came home, you know, and all that good stuff. I think I was, you know, I was at the welcome home party, like I mentioned earlier. Right. Um, now, how did, you know, doing time change you? You know, you came home, you hit the ground running, throwing events. You know, did that get? How did that give you a new spark to keep Brevard County uh, partying in a positive environment? Uh, when I came home, like I said, everything had changed. It was everything had um, went to uh, social media, and um, it took a while to transition into the point that I accepted the fact that you know you could have people that's on there that's you know I'm I'm gonna say this that's soft as hell that's gonna sell you out on social media. But they gonna never come outside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so definitely. Just to that, because me, when I first got out, I'm listening, I'm watching people just talk trash to me. On, I'm like, damn, this person ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. You know, I kind of had like a little ego thing, like how the hell this soft ass person talking to me like this? But then I had to realize that this person that's behind this this computer ain't never coming outside. I was gonna be home talking trash, so I had to adjust to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and understand that the real people that's gonna really do something ain't really selling out on social media. It's just ones that's not the soft ones. You feel me? So yeah, I had to come. I, I had to realize that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it, yeah, it, it's a channel. Because when I that's when I was when I was coming up, like you had if you if you talk trash, you really had to answer to somebody once they see you in the streets. You know what I'm saying? But these oh, people yeah. ain't even. These people going to work at home and they're on the computer talking trash to you. You know what I'm saying? They're not coming out nowhere. Me? Yeah, definitely. Def and see, like, my, I think my generation was that last generation where, you know, like you're saying, like, you know, if you're going to talk some shit, you got to answer for that. You know what I mean? Like, right. My, I was talking with my cousin. I'm not even going to put it, you know, he's from O'Galley, but he doesn't live around here anymore. But back in the day, like, him and his crew, they was out, you know, somebody was talking shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, they'll they'll go after them, and they even they used to fight just for fun. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was, it was consequences. Yeah, but you know, 
nowadays it's like these people you know you don't even see the people half the time and if they do they don't look like they do on social media exactly it's definitely definitely you know people on some sucker shit for sure oh absolutely uh, no i wanted to you know get into you know we got through the whole beginning of the promotions thing and you know i want to get into like the music aspect and you working with um you know different artists and stuff like that i'm pretty sure uh, you were involved with Burger from the begin from the very beginning, correct? Absolutely. Nice. And so, um, how did you hook up and get started working with him, and how have you helped him advance in his career? Um, to be honest with you, like I said, me and Burger, we we knew each other like in the very early stages of his career. Like I used to rap. Me and Burger used to be like in the same group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I mean, we used to, we got like a lot of songs together. If you go back. To our old catalog, catalog when we was all uh, UGS. I mean, we got a lot of songs together. I mean, way back, just back when I was a rapper. I ain't no rapper no more. I don't care. I don't care oh, about I, I've heard a little bit. I've heard a little bit. I, you sometimes you have to take me to the old old school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we actually, like I said, we used to um, actually be in the same group. Me and Burger had a lot of hits. We used to have the whole county singing our songs word for word. You know what I'm saying? And then when I was gone. Burger kind of took off a little more when I left. He took off. I mean, really took off. So um, I used to call home from prison, and I used to hear, like, some of the songs, and I used to hear Burger give me shout-outs in, in, like, in his music. And I was like, you know, and every time I called home, Burger always accepted the phone call. He never dodged the phone call. You know, so he was always there, like, mentally, you know, for me. Even though, you know, everybody was like, Burger did, Burger, but Burger always answered that phone for me no matter what when I was gone. Always. Always made shout-outs at his music. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, there's always that mutual respect for Burger. So I'll, I've always had that, you know, support. You know, so I, I support Burger. He support yeah. me. I don't care if I call him right now, he gonna answer. When I yeah. call him for prison, he gonna answer. It just, you know, so that's why I feel a different type of way about Burger than most people do. I got yeah. to connect. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 you know, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and, and you know, I've, I mean, I don't know him that close, but he definitely knows who I, you know, me and him have, you know, talked here and there. And he just seems like a real solid dude. So, oh, know, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm definitely glad he's representing Brevard County as hard as he is, because you know he's he's real solid. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. Nobody can tell me no different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and you also work um, your other. Uh, hopefully, uh, your your newest artist, uh, TMG Spook. Is that did I say that right? Yeah, you said it right. You said okay, it absolutely right. I was going through my notes. I was like, I was like, did I even say it right or whatever? You know, put it down right because you know I don't want to say somebody's name wrong. But you know, you you know, you work with artists. You know, also like Mook Boy, TMG Spook, and Badass Becky. Um, are you kind of like their like little most manager? And how did you no, come I'm up not, and help them? Not, you know? I mean, I'm actually I'm actually like the real manager when it comes to um, TMG Spook. And Beck and um, Badass Becky, them like my um, artists. I'm like, you know, I am their manager. With Mook, I mean, I kind of co-manage. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of stuff with him, but you know, he got a his manager is Raw and AE. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a part of their team. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, as far as that, I mean, it was kind of like you know they kind of reached out to me on the on the management tip. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're Orlando artists. I'm a bar, mm-hmm. but they kind of, you know, I be making a little noise. So they reached out to me. Definitely. Shoot, I, I first heard of Badass Becky um, several years back. Like, 
you know, when she was doing that, uh, set it off and, you know, the, the, her freestyles went viral and all that. And then she started saying viral pussy, ho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's, I started, that's, I started hearing her on Dim Day and Dogs and then, you know, just following her from there. And, you know, she's definitely got a lot of skills. So same oh, thing absolutely. with me. So, you know, that's cool that, you know, so, 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 so you basically, they, they reached out to you or was it more of a, you know, you kind of see them around and they, you know, that, that relationship just naturally formed. I mean, of course I, I had already booked them before. So, you know what I'm saying? The first thing was the booking. But after that, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, they kind of, they kind of cling to me. They kind of, you know, like, man, we need to get him as our manager. And I, you know, and at first, like I said, I don't really like the management thing. I really don't. <laughs> I really know it's a lot of work, but, um, you know, I mean, I kind of, you know, believe in the people that I'm, I'm managing. I believe in them. So that's kind of like why I'm still here. I'm still working with them. I'm still trying to take them to the next level because it's not, it's not easy as people think, you know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely not. I used to rap and there's a reason why I'm no longer rapping because, you know, you know, I have talent in other areas that, you know, it fits me a little bit better. So. It's definitely, it's definitely rough. So um, I'm going to just ask, you know, some basic stuff here to, you know, I, I won't keep it no full hour because the way the questions are going through them and stuff, we'd be going through it quick. So like 30 to 45 minutes. So I got some good questions to, you know, to kind of take us through the rest of this interview here. Uh, who do you feel is the top rapper in Florida right now? Are you still there? Are you still there? Hey, T-Mac, if you can hear me, just uh, just leave the, the broadcast and come right back into the green room. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> That's my I guess. I don't know. I, for some reason, it's like it's not. I'm. I guess I'm in a bad area because I'm driving. Yeah. Now the same thing happened to my friend who does a, a a show yesterday, and he had some a lot of technical difficulties. So, so yeah, we'll get back to it. Who do you feel is the top rapper in Florida right now? The top rapper in Florida, as far as number wise, or Rapping wise, I mean, you, you, I mean, you could throw all the, throw all the cards out on the table, you know, because I mean, that's that's kind of a debate within itself. I mean, it, it depends on you talking about number wise, as far as like who been who been the hottest and or, or who can rap the best. I mean, if you talking about number wise, I mean, I guess we got to go with Rod Wave because Rod Wave got the numbers. But if you talking about as far as like you talking about rapping wise. <laughs> I mean, right now we're gonna go with numbers. We're gonna go with Rawway, as far as numbers. Let's do that, Rawway. All right. Yeah, I definitely heard you know Rawway making some moves and stuff around Florida right now. And uh, I mean, he, he he got the numbers. The numbers. The numbers are backing up. But I'm talking about you know my. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's a lot of hot rappers in in um, Florida. As far as I'm concerned, we got a lot of talent. Trust me. Yeah, definitely. Now, it's always so hard for me whenever I'm trying to, it's hard for me to put stuff into a list. So I was like, you know, let me see, or even like a number one, because I like, you know, shoot, I like Coley P, Burger, Badass Becky, Moon I like, Boy. 
But that, uh, that's why that's why I asked you if you're talking about as far as lyrics yeah. or you're talking about as far as numbers. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I asked you. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, when it's a lot of talent. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer to that question. I just wanted to hear what you had to say. Right. So, uh, where do you feel that? Yeah, yeah. Not, not, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just, no, I'm that's, that's why I was asking you. You talking about lyric? You talking about lyric? Or can rap? Or you just talking about numbers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, definitely. It, like I said, there's that's no why right or wrong answer. So I, I just I was like, hey, what, what the hell? Throw it all on the table. And um, where do you feel that? <laughs> his head and do you think that being independent is better than an artist being signed to me i feel like there's no need to be signed these days because like i said there's so much digital stuff that you can do that you don't even have to be signed. all you gotta do is go hard on your own platform you know what i'm saying and, and distribute your, i mean distribution is always good but as far as being signed I, mean, I think that's the wrong route for artists these days stop trying to get signed stop trying to you know just do your own thing and try to push hard because then it's going to benefit you more in the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely feel the same way. Like, um, you know, the way the way the music industry is running, like, you know, you don't as, as long as you have the knowledge to do it. I mean, you're, you're pretty much unstoppable if you're if you're unsigned, if you just do it on your own. So. And mm -hmm. let me I, I just got a few more things here before we get done here. So. Do you feel like there are still OGs and big homies in the hood, or has the streets just got to the point where nobody is trying to steer young guys in the right in the right direction? Like, you know, I consider you an OG. I think it got to the point where, I, right? I, I think it got to the point where you know, saying that the older guys are just pretty much staying away. They just pretty much staying away from, you know, saying from the young guys, which I think is kind of wrong. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's no guidance. It's no. You know what I'm saying? The parents are even straight away from, from their own kids. So it's just like everybody out there lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely it's, a, it's a, it's a separation right there. It's a gap. Yeah, yeah def it's, it's right. definitely, it's definitely a gap. gap. It's definitely a gap. And so I guess this is the last thing. Maybe we'll talk about some more stuff, you know. But, you know, we've got through this questions pretty good. This is only my first show. So, you know, by myself, I used to have another show with somebody else. So, you know, I'm still finding my bearings with my own show. So I appreciate you big time and, you know, get to look, know a little bit more about no team. Question. And so what does the future look like for the mayor? Yeah, I, mean, Nick, I mean, the future looks bright for me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a grinder, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of other stuff going on besides the promotion, besides the management. So, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to maintain and try to, you know, invest and do more more businesses i'm trying to you know branch out and do different things as far as you know with business i would open up several more businesses which i'm working on right now so it's, it's bigger than the entertainment for me oh yeah definitely now and you know i know we kind of focused on the entertainment or whatever like what what other businesses you know do you got your hands in besides that i mean with dump truck i got a dump truck stuff i'm doing with dump trucks you know what I'm saying? So right now, so now I got stuff with T-shirts. I'm doing stuff with printing and stuff like that. So I got quite a few things that I got going on. So, you know, just just got to stick around, Mike, you know, you know? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. It's all about diversification. That's why, you know, I started off, like, in this cigar thing, I started off with, you know, somebody else. And, I, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen the situation. I was uh, – I posted a picture of that cop. 
and with his address and said something threatening. Well, I got myself in trouble because of that, and you know, for going too far on things. And even though people weren't, yeah, you better stop that, Mike. You stop, man. You. But you're a white it, guy, man. When people take your ass in, Mike, don't think because you're white, then people will get you now. You know what I'm saying? You smoke no, cigars and shit, and people will get your ass now. Don't think they won't, okay? Well, you know, I, shoot, I got I got a whole police um, cigar club that they hate me still, even though I issued an apology for going too far. Got one of my stickers on the back of their toilet, so. <laughs> Whoa. So T-Mac just left the building. He should be back, though, to finish off the show. This was definitely an odd first show, but I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Let me see if, see if he comes back so we can give him a proper, um, a proper uh, ending to the show. So if not, then we'll just go ahead and end it. But... I want to thank everybody for tuning in that has tuned in and it's just the technical the technical issues well i guess i don't think t-max coming back I'll, I'll talk to him after the show but i want to thank you guys for tuning in to my first episode of Earth Zone live um i promise you that we will get these technical issues worked out and all that good stuff but hey Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace out, y'all.